So in this episode we're going to talk about NOAX and we're going to take it from direct from AFP. Um, so NOAX were approved in 2014 and then the NOAX that you've got include Debigatran, Rivaroxaban and Apixaban. Uh, so indications to these include thromboprophylaxis in non-valvular AF, so non-valvular AF and following hip and knee replacement surgery. Uh, Rivaroxaban is also approved for treatment and secondary prevention of DVT and PE. So Rivaroxaban you can give for DVT, PE and non-valvular AF. Uh, the advantages are that they don't require laboratory monitoring, uh, but they need to be used cautiously in patients with renal impairment and are contraindicated in renal failure. Uh, and then recently there's been antidotes to Rivaroxaban approved. Right, that's an antidote to Dabigatran. Dabigatran. So Praxbind is the reversal agent for Dabigatran. And remember, Dabigatran's um, only available in non-valvular AF. Um, yeah, so there's no antidote for Rivaroxaban, which is the Relto. Uh, so the way NOACs work is that they are in two categories. They're either direct thrombin inhibitors or factor 10A inhibitors. Uh, the direct thrombin inhibitors inactivate soluble and fibrin brown thrombin. They inactivate thrombin and so they limit thrombogenesis and thrombus growth. Factor 10A and so the Direct thrombin inhibitor is Dabigatran, um, which does have the reversal agent. Rivaroxaban is a factor 10A inhibitor, and that inhibits the enzyme responsible for thrombus, thrombin formation. So they work kind of differently. Uh, although they're all available for primary VTE prophylaxis, uh, approvals limited to the context of elective hip and knee replacement surgery only. So they can also be used for that. So rivaroxaban can be used for DVT, PE, non-valvular AF and elective hip and knee replacement surgery. And rivaroxaban is currently approved for treatment of DVT and PE and only that one. Its efficacy is comparable to that warfarin for prevention of recurrent DVT, but it has a lower bleeding risk. Uh, if you're high risk, though, if you've got antiphospholipid syndrome or recurrent thrombotic events, uh, warfarin is still the mainstay of treatment there. So choosing between the NOACs, um, you basically work out the patient's likelihood to comply with twice daily, so Dabigatran and Apixaban are twice daily, and Rivaroxaban is once daily. Um, and look at any chronic medications that may interfere with the metabolism of the drugs. The most important interactions with NOAX are verapamil and amiodarone, which increase the circulating concentrations of all three NOAX. Uh, you can minimize this by ingesting the drug two hours before other medications, uh, and you shouldn't use Rivaroxaban with azone antifungals or HIV protease inhibitors.
but in the AF studies, geobleeding was encountered more frequently with dabigatran and rivaroxaban than with warfarin. So warfarin would be a better uh, selection for those. And just remembering that NOACs are not for people with valvular heart disease. Um, so if you've got atrial fibrillation or any valvular heart disease, such as AS uh, or prosthetic valves. So yeah, that's it for NOACs. Just remember they're more convenient than warfarin. Um, only dabigatran can be reversed, the others can't be reversed. Uh, they have generally lower bleeding rates, um, but some in higher GI bleeding rates. And you can't use them if there's renal impairment.